this is the screams like Thanksgiving, like holiday beer. Literally, it, the post was screaming Thanksgiving when I read it. I was also <laughs> tripping balls on acid. So. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we're spending Thanksgiving with Revolution Brewing. This is episode 67 of The Malting Hour. What's the hat sound the hops got yeast and speech? This the Malting Hour where we talk about our drink and tell you what we think every other week. And if we get drunk, well, we might slur our speech. Got the gift of gab, the friends you wish you had. Join us for a drink, join us for a laugh. Time is never wasted, where you getting wasted? The Malting Hour here, people, people take your places. People, people take your places. People, people take your places. Welcome to the Malting Hour, the show where we talk about all things beer, whether it be a brewery, a specific beer, home brewing, or just anything with malt, hops, and barley, yeast, water, all of those great things. It's the Malting Hour. I'm one of your hosts, Tony Golick, joined always with Brandon Winnington. And still working on Hockey Dad of the Year, not joined with us is not Clark Fetridge. <laughs> Insert applause. Hey, <laughs> anytime we say that, we never insert it. I know. Uh, Brandon, we got a we got a fun one we're doing right now. I'm pretty excited about this. Ooh, good. Stay hydrated. Brandon just took a giant gulp of water. Something I should have done before we started. Um, we, uh, we we were we were putting together. Uh, well, Brandon and I were putting together an episode of Thanksgiving beers, and we were kind of just going all over the place as we are here in November. And uh, well, then Brandon had this awesome idea to stop over at Revolution Brewing today and uh, picked up some beers for us. And we thought, well, hey, these two beers would fit in for Thanksgiving. So we are going to dub this one Thanksgiving with Revolution Brewing. Insert some sort of magical noise or, you know, if they had a little... <laughs> that's a flashback, but yeah, that's good. Oh, that's yeah, a magic. That's a that, that is a magical noise. I, you guys know we we you know we've had uh, some people on. Uh, we, well, we've had one person on from Revolution, John. Uh, but we've we've talked about many Revolution beers. We've featured uh, Revolution beers on the old Instagrams for our Friday night features and things like that. Hell, even on, on International Stout Day, we featured Death by Raspberries, their barrel aged stout uh, with raspberries. I mean. Imagine that with the name so clever, uh, but you know uh, we're, we're very fond of Revolution, so we've, we thought this would be uh, would be a fun way to do it because you know God knows that Brandon. Now you've given me two of these cans, I'll probably drink these on Thanksgiving because they just sound like great beers to do so. So why don't we um, why don't we get into this? Uh, this is Revolution with <laughs> Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving with Revolution. Man, I'm I'm so tired today. I, I smoked the the ribs and the jalapenos, and I was it was good. I had two beers the entire day, and we ended up having a late lunch. And by the time I got done on the smoker, we didn't end up eating it. But I cut it up. I have it separated into meals for the next two days. <laughs> uh, I did have one rib, and it's very it turned out very good. I tried a new cherry barbecue sauce, but I am I am tired, so I apologize. My brain is moving kind of slow. But Brandon, what are we drinking? First, I'm assuming we're going to drink the same. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. Okay. What are we drinking first? Yeah, it was funny because I was thinking, I was like, which one should we do first? And I was like, this makes the most sense because I feel like the other one will kind of feel like we take away. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we are drinking uh, Revolution Brewing's uh, Pursuit of Freedom. Mm. This is a session sour ale with cranberry and natural orange flavor. Oh, man. Four and a half percent. So easy drinking, I would assume. Um, I, as soon as I saw this post that uh, that they released this, I sent it over to Tony. I'm like, this is the screams like Thanksgiving, like holiday beer. Literally, it, the post was screaming Thanksgiving when I read it. I was also <laughs> tripping balls on acid. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hate when that happens. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> I, I have a quick takeaway. Yeah, uh, I have not opened it yet, but uh, yeah, I'm I just, excited. yeah. I just opened mine and it, boy, it is a rush of like fresh orange, man, like orange yeah. rind. It is so, 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 so good. And I'm a big fan of uh, their Freedom uh, Sour series in general. I have purchased the Freedom uh, pack twice, I think, this summer, uh, I, which doesn't sound like a lot, but I don't, I don't really buy the same beers often. Uh, there's only a handful that I do. And this, uh, the Freedom Sour beers was totally uh a a great like thirst quenching uh 
you know, variety pack of, of sessionable sour beers. And this one um, is awesome. It's really good. <laughs> I already took a sip. I was going to say, I was going to ask yeah. if you had had it previous to this, but I don't, I don't think so. I can, um, let me, let me do the old clerk routine here and go ahead and look up if I have, maybe Ooh. I have, uh, let's see. I don't know. I, I almost thought this was new, but maybe it's not. Let me see. Have I had it? I have. Well, the Pursuit of Freedom, um, there's a bunch of them. There's the Watermelon Mint. There's the Yuzu okay. Raspberry. There is Cherry Lime. Oh, missed out on that one. I remember that one got released and I didn't get it. And then this one, Cranberry Orange. This is really, really, really good. And apparently nobody I know has had it uh, yet. Yet. I, I, I guess it's new to this year. That's what I'm seeing. That uh, as of right now on Untapped, only 28 people have checked it in. Oh wow, that's that's pretty low number. Um, when I was at the oh, tap room man. today, I, I thought about getting this, but I wanted to to wait to get it because you know I can't go into Rev and like pick up stuff and then not have a beer. So I ended up doing the uh, I think Tropical Hero. Ooh, didn't um, go barrel aged, huh? No, 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 no. It was, it was too. <laughs> It was too early in the afternoon, and I was like, um, I didn't know if the wife was going to be feeling good or not at the time. So um, I, I aired on the the side of, you know, and awesome. I even skipped over. I was going to do the, there was like the double IP or triple IP, whatever. It was something, another hero, I think, but it was like 9%. And good. I was like, eh, no, no, no. I'll go with the one that was like 7 I think Smart. it was like 7 Smart so, move. That was a good move. Um, that was a tasty beer, though. Uh, but this one, uh, I love the color on it, too. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, man. Sorry. I just took a big gulp. I am really enjoying <laughs> this beer. Like, this is, this does really scream like um, uh, Thanksgiving time of, type of uh, a beer, especially the cranberry. But there's also having that like orange zest in there. It reminds me, like, if you ever made your own cranberry sauce. You end up zesting orange in it and, you know, uh, but uh, the orange zest in it, or the orange in it uh, kind of reminds me of um, like an old fashioned, like if you're drinking an old fashioned. Well. A little bit. Yeah. Um, but it, this this beer is really bright. It is. I get cranberry. I get orange. I get a little orange zest more than maybe orange juice. I'm not sure how they got orange into the beer or what they uh, did because uh, it does. Oh, natural orange flavor. So. It's not an actual orange juice that's in there. Um, and I guess that it says with cranberry and natural orange flavor. So maybe the cranberry is also, uh, yeah, just as a malt beverage with natural flavor. So I don't think there's real cranberries and orange in there, but whatever they did to get those flavors in there, they taste fantastic. Cause it is, like I said, it's very bright, kind of like pops. It's um, refreshing. It's not super sour either. No, um, it's really refreshing. I really like this. Yeah, and that's my so I think, you know, I I have to be in the mood for a sour beer, but I've come to find that most of the rev stuff, if it's labeled as like a session sour, it's it's not overly sour. It's very well balanced. Um, and this one, perfect example. Um well now I know what to buy you for Christmas. I'm gonna buy you a 12 pack of the freedom beers. <laughs> um well okay, and my wife likes them too, so that's kind of like a a, a nice little add-on. So yeah. it's hard to find beer that she likes. Um, but well, the other day for Stout Day, we uh, you posted the Death by Raspberries. And I had just, my wife had just been talking about like something about, I don't know why she was talking about. Oh, she went out with a friend last weekend and she was like, oh, I had a Stout. And I was like, oh, you did? I forget <laughs> what it was. Oh, you did? And, uh, well, I, she goes, I shouldn't have had it. She goes, I think it was. It, it may have been a little too, you know, high in alcohol. I was like, well, what was it? I forget what she said it was. And I'm like, I was like, that's like 14%. I think she's like, oh, she's like, no wonder I felt buzzed. She's like, she's like, I had to stop on the way back at McDonald's and get food because like, I, I was afraid I was going to be like drunk. Um, but so she's like, but she's like, I liked it. She goes, but I really like coffee stout. So stout day we watched what did we watch? You know, we watched something, but we had a. Weren't you, weren't you uh, watching? Weren't you watching Squid Games? Oh yeah, Squid Games. Yep. And then we yeah, had. I, I still can't talk about. It. I'm only on Cafe Death. Yeah. So yeah, we we actually just finished it this weekend, and mind blown. Cool. Um, can't, can't wait to watch. So we've been going between like we were watching that. Um, what else did we watch? Uh, on Hulu was um, 
Only Murders in the Building. That is the other show Laura and I are, my wife and I are watching as well. Welcome to the shows that we <laughs> and our wives watch together. Yeah, I'm, we're on episode three of that. Yeah, that show's good too. And then we're also watching, I'm trying to catch up on um, <clears throat> on Apple TV. There is um, The Morning Show. We're, we're um, going gonna to start that because we're almost done with Ted Lasso. So, Oh, nice. Well, I, I will say this. We're almost done with season one of Ted Lasso, so we still have season two, but yes, uh, we, that's funny. We're watching the same things and we're finding out on the show together. Not not giving away anything about the morning show, but uh, Martin Short is in it like a couple of episodes and it's just like, I, I love seeing that guy on television. It's just like... He's the best. He, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I was sitting there, we were watching the show last night and I, I just turned it back. I'm like, Martin Short is a national treasure. Like, <laughs> this guy is like... You know, and then with him and Steve Martin together, like especially with only murders in the building, like that, like they're such a good combination, man. Those guys have, do well together. Have you seen their uh I think there's a stand-up on yeah, Netflix, their stand-up they do together. I don't think we saw it, no. I think it's still on there. You should watch it. It's very, very yeah. funny. It's she was it's, talking about that last night. So because they do stuff together and then they do stuff separately. It's it's really, really funny. It's it's, and I, it's good. I think I looked it up too. I they may still be touring. I think they're still touring together. Hmm. And I swear I saw that they were in Chicago earlier, like this summer, possibly. Could have been. So, yeah. well, we missed out on that because we're losers and we do a podcast about beer. That's where all of our time and effort just go. Unless we're, you know, watching TV with our wives. Speaking <laughs> of beer, although I think this is bourbon related. Um, was it like Thursday or Friday? Benny's had posted uh, William H. Macy was at their location doing a bottle signing. Um, that would have been cool. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> show up and he's like, he's hammered. I'm like, oh, it's like Frank from Shameless. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I a feeling that's where you're going with that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, b- back to this beer real quick. I do want to say that uh, this is a 16 ounce can and I've poured it into my glass and I am halfway done with it. I, th- I really thought that I was going to be able to sip it. Yeah, sip it. But I forget that all of these uh, freedom beers that they they make, I I absolutely love. I think my favorite one, which caught me by surprise, uh, gosh shit, I don't remember the name of it, but it's blueberry and ginger. Oh and they yeah, orig- they originally released it in a sixteen ounce format, um, and then I ended up they ended up adding it to the the mix pack, and it's one of my favorites. It's like blueberry ginger ale, it's so good, and this this kind of Excuse me. Doesn't remind me of it, but it it brings me back to like why I love these beers. And I don't know why I don't buy this beer more, these beers more often because, or get more excited about them because I'm always impressed with them. And this one really does fit in. I think maybe more so than the other beer we're gonna have, but this really fits in more with the holiday season. You know, oh, totally. you don't really. I mean, there's around you know Thanksgiving and and. And and Christmas is, is about you know celebrating and and whatever you celebrate. I don't just mean Christmas. There's a ton of things, but I celebrate Christmas, so that's the reference that I'm using. But around the holidays, from this time uh, until the end of the year, we normally uh, you know this is a time to open up you know special beers. You're celebrating with friends and family, um, and it's it's cool because a beer like this, uh, which is you know a limited release, and hopefully it makes its way into the mix pack. Uh, but it feels way more seasonal than the other ones. Uh, this totally. is a beer that I would love to crack open and share with everybody on Thanksgiving. Like this is this is just yep. a really really solid beer. It's really refreshing. It's a good beer to have. I would say probably before the meal or maybe even during your meal. The only other the only other beer that I have that I, I was gonna maybe drink tonight before we decided to do these beers together. I still have a 2020 new Glarus Cranbic sitting in my refrigerator. Ooh. So I've not had that at all. I'm pretty excited. I was going to drink it last year for Thanksgiving. Didn't make it. Didn't make it on the list. But this one for sure, man. I'll, I'll drink this one. I'm going to save the other yeah, one. Yeah, I'm having, depending on what we end up doing for Thanksgiving, um, like obviously we we celebrated separately from my family last year. Right. Um, and I keep asking my siblings, I'm like, are, are we going to dad's? Like, is that's what we used to normally do. But, you know, it would be our first Christmas or Christmas, uh, first Thanksgiving all back together at his house, like since my mom passed. Um, and she's like, oh, I don't think dad said he'll do it. But he sounded like he didn't really want to. I'm like, what? why? Um, <laughs> probably the that. mess or whatever. Um, sure. But sure. Um, I was going to throw it out to them to be like, look, if you guys want us to host, like we'd be cool with hosting it and 
Well, I'm saying that I didn't ask Becca yet, but and I'm um, about to invite all of our listeners that if you want to go to Brandon's on Thanksgiving, yeah. he is hosting. <laughs> go over um, there. So, anyways, my point, my point being is if it does end up being here, I'm having a hard time convincing myself to not get a keg of this. Uh, I was just gonna say if that's available, get a keg. And in fact, let's talk about that off mic because I bet you I can persuade my wife, my wife, uh, to be like, hey, look, Brandon's getting this keg. I'm going to split it with him and I'm going to fill up like a bunch of growlers. <laughs> <just to have. laughs> We're going to drink the hell out of this beer. Oh yeah. I mean, I dude, I could, I could totally kill this beer, but yeah, that would be a fun beer to have on tap, man. I think yeah. everybody would enjoy it because it, it, while it is a very specific, you know, beer, it's not a sour beer to me. Like, like that's what I like about these freedom beers is, is that they're not super sour. You know, it, won't, it doesn't really catch you off guard. It's not, intensely sour there's a nice tartness to it but they really showcase the other fruits and flavors that you know make it a like say spotlight those flavors in these beers it's not just totally. about being a, you know a super sour beer i think that's yeah. what i've always liked about these yeah and i think you know and this one's perfect too because i have there's a lot of people in my family that don't like you know they don't like hoppy beers and all that kind of stuff my brother-in-law who is typically like you know Coors Light, Miller Light type of guy um, usually drinks that. But like when they've gone on vacation, um, like they go to Gatlinburg a lot in Tennessee, but they've gone to um, like out to Hilton Head. And when he came back, I think that one time they stopped somewhere. I mean, it may have been Wicked Weed. I'm thinking Wicked Weed or Terrapin he came back with, but they had like a goes that he was just like, literally like raving over he's like it's like the best beer in the world and i like i was like oh yeah i've had that i was like it's a really good beer um so he's, he's like, like no always- it's not just really good it's the best <laughs> so he's always he's always looking for that but like this kind of you know falls into that style uh you know for people that like goes you know i think this would be very similar and like probably something that he would appreciate too so and it's like dude it's only four and a half percent which yeah. is crazy yeah um, it's it i think this beer would be a great beer for people to try who a don't like beer or prefer like cocktails or seltzers or something like that like this beer kind of uh you know can bring everybody in kind of unite everybody uh, as far as a an adult beverage if you will um yeah and i hope this beer goes from you know I, i hope it goes through christmas because this very very well lines up with you know christmas as well i think um that cranberry and that orange together and again you kind of you know said the old-fashioned thing and i said there's got to be some like bourbon drink or something with cranberry and orange in it that like sure does you know but this is like yeah this is awesome clark if you're listening to this uh please look up cranberry uh orange (laughs) bourbon cocktail and then text me about it um (laughs) And then I'll let everybody else know if they're not already Googling it. Uh, yeah, I would, I would, I hope that this is something that uh, is around Christmas as well. You know, and some of these beers, my, my local jewel, not too far from my home, they tend to have a lot, like, it's not a big craft beer uh, grocery store. They do have a selection, but like a lot of stuff sits on the shelves for a while and they don't take it down or anything. Like, unfortunately, there's some Ryan guys sitting on there that I was going to grab the other day. And I, for some reason, I felt compelled to look at how old it is. And it's from February and it's their IPA. So was real bummed about that. And that sucks because I know we've talked about this before. That's just, you know, when a, when a grocery store doesn't take care of their beer like that, that's, you know, just leave stuff out there. They only hurt themselves because people, if they buy that, they're not going to like it. It's going to, it's going to taste bad. They're not going to enjoy it. They're going to have this bad idea of what this beer is and they'll be wrong. So if you want people to spend more money on craft beer, you better make sure your beer is fresh. But I will say that they have had a steady supply of revolution stuff. And I have seen like the different heroes, uh, even the four packs that they've been releasing lately. Those have uh, been out there. So I wouldn't be surprised if I see this uh, on the shelves, hopefully uh, soon. I I don't think this was just a, uh tap room release if it is a tap room release well then i guess i gotta go back to the tap room um what was me what i was gonna say well first i did find there is a cranberry orange whiskey drink um there's also a a gin drink that's got cranberry and orange in it as well Mm. um but so here's this here's the one that i found uh one ounce of unsweetened cranberry three ounces of orange juice two ounces of whiskey Mm -hmm. half ounce of 
Cointreau, half ounce of lemon juice, simple syrup, a sprig of thyme, and two ounces of ginger beer. That sounds very refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that's oh, like... I know that noise. Aggie's back in the studio. <laughs> yep. I think you're going to have to carry her. Oh, I think you have to hold her. Aggie has, you know what? Aggie is the official um, fill in for when Clark is not. My foot's uh, asleep. Uh, <laughs> Aggie has become the official fill in for when Clark is not available for these episodes. Uh, it, it's pretty much the same. They say little, uh, and we try to try to ignore them the entire time. Pretty much. Um, oh, the other thing too is like, you know, I would have. Um, trying to think who was the guy from the from Ryan guys that was local. Was it Chris? Is he the local one? Good question. I don't remember. I have to go back and listen to that episode. Um, Sorry, Chris, if you're not, and if you are. Yeah, I mean, I I would have shot them a message and been like, hey, just an FYI, this insert grocery store name here has <laughs> your stuff on the shelf from February. Because I think a lot of breweries like would go and like, you know, have the distributor take it back. Like absolutely. You know, because that's just that's it, it does not it, it does not bode well for them. So no, and there were some other beers there too. I mean, I know when I see, like, uh, I remember there was like Dogfish Sequench when that first came out. Not Sequench, when Dogfish Slow Cal IPA came out. Um, I really liked it. I still do like it. Uh, and I saw a six pack of it and I was excited. I'm like, cool, it's, you know, it's here. And I bought it early on. And then, you know, a couple months went by and I, more months went by and, and I still sit in the same spot and I checked it and it's like, yep, this is old as hell now. I mean, that's, I don't know how fragile that beer is, but with it being a low calorie IPA and the hops you're really trying to make stand out, I would assume the fresher, the better for that one for sure. Yeah. So unfortunately that beer just sat there. I think I ended up seeing it for like $6 when they were trying to get rid of stuff. They have like a cart full of like, here's some old beer. At one point, they did that with, ah, uh, shit, Old Rasputin. I think I told you about this. They had four mm. packs of Old Rasputin. They're like a year old that were like $4 a piece. And I was like, hmm. okay, I'll buy that. And guess what? They were perfectly fine. And they were delicious. Yep. I mean, it's an Imperial Stout. And it didn't go off or anything. It was it was fantastic. So I had some Old Rasputin sitting around for a while. Nice. Um, the other day when I, when I picked up that Hall of Beer, um, <laughs> they had... Uh, I, uh, she was pulling a lot of stuff out of the cellar and putting it up, you know, and trying to get rid of stuff, I think. Um, and the worldwide stout that she had from 2016, I think it was like five bucks for the bottle. Whoa. Whoa. And I was yes. like, I bought one. I was like, I could easily have bought more, but I'm like, I'm already buying all this other random crap I don't need right now. So Which like, you guys will all hear about at some point. probably. Yeah. Um, which yeah, there's a, there's a couple of them that I scored that I'm really excited to to try, um, and definitely I'm, will. I'm excited them, so. for you. Yeah, <laughs> well, I plan to share those. So, yay! Brandon always shares beer with me. Hey, I, and I gave you some beer to go today too, so I felt pretty good about that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Oh man, so I would say overall, um, if I was, if someone was walking down the street, uh, Brandon, and they're like, "Hey, man." What do you think about this pursuit of freedom with cranberry and orange? What would you say? Out of five, that is. <laughs> say it's solid four point two five. Nice, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go a little higher on four point five just because I do love this uh, yep. pursuit of uh, freedom or pursuit of uh, the freedom fucking beer. Sorry, um, the freedom beer series in general. I just really enjoy, and um, this is this is one I'm gonna remember uh, probably forever. This is awesome, and I really 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 like it. Yeah, kudos to whoever came up with this line and just started doing these beers because, like, I don't, there hasn't been one that I've tried that I was like, no. And they're all ones that I'd be like, I would drink that again. Like, I would totally drink that again. Like, this is one, you know, most, you know, these days, most beers I'll have like one of a certain beer and I'll be like, I need to move on to something else. Um, I could have more than one of these. Yeah, easily. I can, I, I could easily, if we weren't doing it, if it, the whole episode was about this beer. I would have no trouble going to crack open the other one and drink it and call that a night for me. Should have just could have smoked a turkey today. We could have had a turkey dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that would have been nice, huh? We just had our own, our own Thanksgiving dinner. We should do that one time. Just do a Thanksgiving dinner podcast. Yes. That's what everybody wants to hear. Everybody wants to hear all us uh, eat food and drink beer. It's not gross enough that you have to listen to us 
slurp and smack our mouths and swallow all this shit. That one would just be the, the ASMR episode. It's all the mm. soothing, soothing noises of chewing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I would uh, anybody here in Chicago um, definitely recommend it. If you have friends in Chicago, uh, ask them to get this for you and send it to you because this is uh, it's a really, really good beer. It's really refreshing. It's really tasty and it fits the, the season very well. Um, I think this is going to be a, a big hit for Thanksgiving this year. And I look forward to maybe getting some more and having it past Thanksgiving as well. Yeah, I agree. I hope they definitely keep doing this one. I don't think, but I don't think there's one that they've done that has disappeared really. Has there? Well, the ones I read before, what was that? There was like the use. Oh yeah. Yeah. The cherry lime. Like those aren't, uh, unfortunately those are not around. Uh, yeah. Yuzu raspberry watermelon mint. That one sounds pretty cool and interesting. Um, and then, yeah, the cranberry orange. So there are some that, uh, have not been around. Ooh, two people that I know have had the cherry and lime and looks like they liked it. Interesting. <sighs> All right. Well, that's, if this was the beer for before dinner or during dinner, this next beer would definitely be the beer after dinner. And I'm excited about this one. We posted about it on uh social media and so i am super stoked that we went out and got this because this base beer in general is one of my favorite beers from them of all time it was uh a beer that i think probably got me to really really love uh revolution because i had not had uh a porter as thick or as heavy as this it 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 border very much borderline stout in my book uh and some of the other variations i've had in the past are super tasty and this is the first time they've done it and brandon what are we drinking we are drinking revolutions uh peanut butter eugene yeah, pb eugene yeah. it is a peanut butter porter yes sir i am super excited about this 6.8 percent so we're going up a lot higher so i mean you figure with a beer like this you start off you know you don't want to get shit faced before the meal or i don't know how your family is maybe you do want to get shit faced before the meal uh maybe just you know not really enjoying uh being there with uh, whoever you might be sharing it with uh but this you know it definitely comes off as a drink that you want to have after dinner or maybe you're having it with dessert or maybe you're having it after dessert or it smells dessert. like peanut butter it does smell like, like peanut butter and looking at this this is is a very light cola uh color when i was pouring it you could see right through it um it's it's definitely like i said before kind of the regular eugene i feel like borderlines on a a stout for the way it tastes for me and and for my taste um so i feel like when they do these adjuncts when they used to do uh blue jean which is a blueberry eugene i think maybe that i don't know if that was barrel age i don't think it was uh coffee eugene is always awesome last year they did different roasters so that was cool i only got i think i got to try one i don't know if i found any other ones uh and i know there's been cherry eugene um and now i'm sure i'm missing some other ones these are just ones that come into my head uh so peanut butter eugene you know pb eugene i love peanut butter beers uh because of kevin who you know does the after the final pour song also is a big fan of peanut butter stouts and uh, peanut butter beers in general um he was very much looking forward to this as well uh and you know brandon were you with me when we did the peanut yeah we did the peanut butter cup beer together didn't we or was that did i just do that on my own i don't remember it's one of the cereal beers that's when i did a peanut butter porter and it was hot as hell i made it for my block party and it was like 98 degrees oh, i remember day. that nobody drank <laughs> it and it sat on tap cold all day long i think i had one but yeah you're right the, the aroma is Straight up peanut butter with like a little roastiness, a little coffee, a little chocolate notes in there. Kind of smells like a, a a wet peanut butter cup. <laughs> yeah, and what it what I did find interesting is it is like there there's peanut butter beers that I've had in the past that when you smell the peanut, it doesn't necessarily smell like peanut butter. You can tell that it's like the nut. This this is definitely like a peanut butter almost yeah, it like does, smell. Yeah. It doesn't have like just peanut um i just took a sip and i, I went back in and had a second Ooh. sip <clears throat> excuse me everybody um 
this comes across it reminds me of like some of the other peanut butter stouts that we've had in the past but less sweet like there's Mm -hmm. like this dark cocoa uh chocolate flavor a little roasty coffee and then straight up peanut butter like and it's not it's not a sweet beer which Mm -mm. is throwing me off because of some of the other peanut butter beers we've had like the hubbard's case peanut butter s'mores is very sweet and rich uh and that you know it's and that's 12 percent uh this is more of a here we've added some peanut butter into an already (laughs) awesome beer and it works it works it's like a i mean the chalk in the back of my mouth like the bitterness from the hops they use in eugene porter and the probably the bitterness the malts the roasted malts it's it's like this cocoa like dark chocolate uh aftertaste and then the peanut butter is not lingering where it's like you know uh overdone yep i would say and it's definitely not like i know um there's been some breweries you know, in the past year or so that have done some peanut butter beers and I've seen online people complain that like you have to shake the beer a little bit first because Ooh. it cakes at the bottom, like Gross. whatever they use for peanut butter. I mean, the beers apparently were still pretty good, but this, I don't think I was supposed to do that. I didn't do that. Um, I didn't do it. I and it but turned, out, turned out awesome. I'm going to swirl the bottom yeah. of my can right now just to make sure. Just to make sure. Um, what I did notice about this too is it's, it's thin. Yes. Um, it drinks like a thin stout. Um, but again, that's closer to kind of porterish for me. Um, but I do kind of agree with you, like when I've had Eugene in the past, that it is, I feel like it's closer to a stout than it is to a porter. Absolutely. Um, and the carbonation is just so subtle on this that like, this is crazy easy drinking too. Like, like this one doesn't drink like it's six and six point eight percent yeah you know? it's like small small little bubbles in my not like uh you know big imperial stouts but like just a bit above that it's definitely not as as fizzy as the orange cranberry uh <clears throat> pursuit of freedom so this beer is this is exactly what it says it is you know it is it is a peanut butter version of eugene porter and eugene porter is like i said one of my favorite uh Revolution beers of all time, which I'm surprised that has not, I don't think that's been brought up yet on this show, like Eugene Porter. We've not drank. I think, I think we need to go back and, you know, maybe go to some core beers or some of our old school favorites on an episode or something. Cross of Gold. I mean, it's been a long time since uh, anybody's seen Cross of Gold or had Cross of Gold. Maybe it'll make its way back someday. Cross of that Gold. Is a, that is a delicious beer. This is a delicious beer. I feel like my taste buds weren't ready for it yeah. at the time. Um, so out of curiosity, I just kind of quickly looked on untapped to see if I can find like what past versions of Eugene there were. So obviously there's regular Eugene, there's coffee Eugene, and that's just straight coffee. It doesn't mention the brewery. There's barrel aged Imperial cherry Eugene. Yes. Uh, Clark and I came across that. Uh, and I think one of our plop days, um, and in fact, I came to your house afterwards. That was that plop day that I oh, went yeah. to uh, for your friends giving. And um, yes, there was, and we never, we didn't try it. I don't know why we didn't try it. I think it was because there were so many other uh, death variants on tap that we were like, sorry, we don't have time. <laughs> um, so, and then you were talking about how they did coffee with different coffee roasters. So there's coffee Eugene with uh, Metropolis, coffee Eugene with Dark Matter. Obviously, the peanut butter Eugene we're enjoying right now. Um, coconut Eugene. Oh, boy. Um, there's another coffee Eugene with, quote, it's in Sip sip of Hope. Oh, Sip of Hope. Yeah. For, for a second, I thought it said Sip of Hops. I was like, uh, how is that coffee? <laughs> um, and then there's just a bunch of other, like, random ones, like, no longer uh, in production, like Eugene with Dark Matter Unicorn Blood, Eugene with Cocoa Nibs and Cherry, Eugene with Cocoa Nibs, Eugene with Vanilla and Graham Crackers. Ooh. Vanilla should we be french pressing eugene like should we get some eugene porter and french press some stuff and try our own eugene I, porters i feel like that would serve us well yeah like, i mean i don't is, think that's a bad idea no i did uh and it's cheaper uh, than doing it with bourbon county 
<laughs> Absolutely. No shit. I, uh, I one time tried to do a clone of Eugene Porter. I saw a recipe online. I remember so I tried, that. Yeah. And it, it definitely came out more like a stout. So, um, Mike dubbed it. He gave me the name stout off the Porter bow. So I thought that was clever. Uh, unfortunately I no longer have that recipe. I have no idea where it's at. I am becoming a firm believer that I need to write down recipes from now on instead of just relying on my phone since my last phone died on me and I lost all my recipes. All right. Yeah. Still getting over. It. Uh, but, it, but, but with that being said, uh, I am happy to announce that next weekend for the first time in shit. Five, five months. When was the last time I brewed? I don't know. I'm brewing my first beer in a long time and I'm really excited. Nice. So next weekend I'm going to be brewing. What are you doing? Doing a brown ale. I'm doing my brown ale, man. I, I wanted to do it. I'm calling it just the autumn brown ale. It's very, basic recipe so i'm super excited about doing that uh i've had so is that is that the one you would have done for the homebrew competition had you known about it the one we were talking about earlier yes yes, yes. oh wow but they 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 have apologized and uh you know sounds like i did cleared up i did have a brief thought it's 20 bucks to go we could go it's not a terrible idea go ahead we'll talk off mic about that (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. but yes um so I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm going to do a brown ale. I might do, I don't know. I might, I might try and brew something else as well, but I did want to have a brown ale on tap because, you know, as we're getting into colder months and except for, you know, doing the podcast and stuff, I really have uh, stuck pretty well to only drinking Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which is not bad from someone who used to have like, you know, two or three beers a day, every day. And then, just kept consuming on the weekend. So I will say my body is much, much happier that I've gone that route. So I figured a brown ale would be nice because it's, I think it's going to come in. In fact, why don't I let me pull it up real quick? Cause it's not, I'm not making anything crazy. I, I mentioned I was doing a brown ale to somebody recently last night. I was at a, a wedding and I, someone asked me about how's my brewing going. I'm like, you know what? I haven't brewed anything in a while. And I'm going to brew next weekend. And they're like, Oh, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to do a brown. ale. like, Oh, so like Newcastle. Which is funny because <laughs> that is really what everybody, you know, attributes a brown ale to is yeah. that's everyone's probably first brown ale, at least Americans. Uh, this one's going to be about five and a half percent, you know, so okay. it's, it's, it's up there a little bit. Um, but it's going to be a simple recipe of some pale malt, some caramel crystals, some special roast, victory malt, chocolate malt. And I'm going to use some Cascade and Fuggle and use the Safe Ale English, uh, Saf Ale, sorry, Saf Ale English Ale SO4 on this. And I'm just going to, I'm going to go back to my big kettle and the old, oh, uh, yeah, I'm using all the old stuff. I'm not using any Kvikis. I am not going to temperature control this because my basement should stay, normally stays, you know, around this time of year. Uh, it, it stays warm enough. Uh, to ferment yeah. beer. If anything, I, I move it to a different part of uh, my basement where it'll get enough heat to help it ferment. And I'm just going to let it ride. I'm going to let it ride. There's no dry hopping involved. There's no adjuncts. It's a nice, simple, straightforward, easy beer. If this beer does not turn out, I'm getting rid of all my buckets and stuff and hoses and, and I'm swapping everything out because then that's, oh, yeah. that has to be what it is. It has to be, that's what it has to come down to. So uh, once this beer is done, then, you know, once, um, December rolls around. I will probably uh, fire up the electric um, brewing mash and boil to brew something simple again. Also not using Kvike yeast. Uh, no offense to Kvike yeast. I just think I had a bad run with it. So I'm going to try something else. I really do want to try and do a hard seltzer proper and, and see if I can nail that. If I can nail that, oh man, are we going to be cooking for the summer, baby? <laughs> <laughs> I actually had that conversation last night as well because this wedding we went to only had Bud Light and Miller Light for their beer options, which is funny because before the wedding started, I did see a guy who worked there go into where the ceremony and dinner uh, was to be held. Uh-huh. Um, two cases of two brothers, uh, Dumaine DuPage. Is that right? Dumaine DuPage. Yep. How's yeah. it? Their, uh, their, their French Saison ale. Uh, and it was not an option uh, while we were there. So I was kind of bummed. interesting, but, but someone was making fun of me because uh, they know uh, how I am about beer that I, they took pictures of me drinking Miller light took a picture of me drinking Bud Light. I'm like, I, I these aren't bad beers. Uh, they've been on the show. Um, 
And I said that, you know, it's really going to throw you for the loop is that I really actually enjoy hard seltzers. There it is. Truth it's out there. Uh, random question. Where was your wedding at? It was at some loft place near, I nice. believe it was near Pilsen. Oh, cool. Oh, Salsa I wonder. Was it Bridgeport Lofts or something? No, there was an L in it. Yeah. Trying to think because there was a lot of there was a place that I went to on the south side before. It wasn't south. I mean, I don't know. I consider like anything like Pilsen. That's not south side to me. I mean, it's like south, but it's it's not. But yeah. it's you know, like I Beverly's the south side. I'm like, sorry, noobs, but like where you grew up, that's south side. He knows that uh, is. He's, he's yeah. very very he's proud. very proud of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was some place that had lofts. Um, one of the guys from Aleman, I don't know if he still does it, but he was running a, he had a company where he, um, you could hire his people to come and do bartending. Oh, cool. And he had a wedding. I think one of the guys that they knew was getting married and they needed somebody, they needed bartenders for the wedding. And I was like, I'll do it. He's like, yeah, dude. He's like, it's literally just simple mixed drinks and pouring off a keg. He's like, cool. Did that. And I got like... <laughs> 20 bucks cool. an hour or something like that. And I was like, and then I got to drink at the end. So I was, was like, going to say, yeah, it's, it's not a bad gig. You're, you're yeah. still at the wedding. You're just providing all of the refreshments for everybody. Yeah. That was, yeah, it was pretty sweet. Um, anywho. Yeah. Back. To um, <laughs> yeah. I'd be curious um, just because how well the peanut butter works in this, the French pressing idea, I think. I, yeah, and I think that's something cool we should visit. Yeah, I would think that we wouldn't have to go heavy on whatever adjuncts we decide to fresh print, uh, fresh prints. We can fresh print it, uh, French press into it. Um, I think we could get away with, you know, what would be fun is uh, you said graham cracker and vanilla. I think we just get some uh, golden s'mores. s'mores. Oh, the s'mores yeah. cereal. Yeah. Or the s'mores we did. yeah, I would love to do that. I really do. Well, I think we talked about that with, did we, did we, I don't know if we talked about that on Mike. I think it was off mic with Rachel about doing the French pressing of bourbon counties. <laughs> Didn't we talk yeah. about doing that in June? <laughs> no, that's, that's eating, that's drinking the rotten pumpkin beers. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Which I don't think we have any pumpkin beers lying around. So yeah, yeah. she'll have to come back on in June. <laughs> to drink. Maybe she's got pumpkin pumpkins. beers lying around. Ooh, and she, but, she's secretly holding, holding on. Ra- Rachel, if you're listening, uh, you need to let us know if you're holding on to pumpkin beers. Keep those stashed in a nice warm place <laughs> so they can be terrible by the time July or June rolls around. But yeah, I think I think it would be fun to to do. Um, you know, maybe, maybe maybe you and I need to experiment it with it off mic and or not. You know, make a show <laughs> when we yeah. try it out. But but that would that would be fun, man. If we could do some uh, do some French press with Eugene Porter, because I mean, a lot of people. They do fresh. Uh, fr- God, I want to keep saying fresh, fresh, prince. fresh princes. They they keep doing fresh prince beers, and you know, actually, I only know one place there did that was uh fucking hot butcher, chilling out, maxing, and then relaxing, all cool. Uh, a lot of people do French press beers uh, with just stouts, just regular stouts. It's not always you know big barrel age stouts. Um, so a regular imperial stout would would do just fine. I, I'm surprised we haven't thought about doing that with half acres big hugs. Oh, yeah. That's just a that's just a big stout, um, and it's delicious. And you know the variants are also very good. So I don't see why we couldn't French press that. Ooh, I got it the first time that time. Oh, good. I would have been curious. I mean, I, I don't think they brew it anymore, <laughs> or it's been forever. Um, was it um, Goose Island's Big John? Was like that the original base beer for was that Bourbon Cone? I thought it was Night Stalker. Or Night Stalker. I was going to say it was either Big John yeah. or Night Stalker. So one of those two. Um, but I've had both. and Both are very good beers. Do you want down now? Make up your <laughs> mic, Um So I would be curious if they still had that, like to do, to do that. That would be. I would love to honestly just find a bottle of Night Stalker. That would be fantastic. Yeah, I had one. And I don't know if we drank it. We probably right, drank it. Uh, yeah, we it's no longer. It. It's no longer there. No, um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of where I found that bottle too. That may have been something like Gus had like hold it on to, and it was like, "Hey, you want this?" I was like, "Cool." Um, <laughs> so, yeah, because I, I I got that originally like when I first started buying Bourbon County. When I got it, I was like, "Oh my god, this beer is amazing!" And so I think somebody had told me, "Oh, this is the base beer," and I found it. And I think it was an old bottle at the time and I held on to it and I had it for like six or seven years 
probably I mean, before it was drank. So, I mean, honestly, there are, you know, there have been clone recipes and like actual recipes for bourbon County release that we could just brew that we could probably do it very well on your setup um, and just make, you know, the a bourbon County clone without barrel aging it and just have that. But well, I mean, I don't know. Our into the void imperial stout is pretty freaking good we could always ask uh the friend that we have that used to work at a brewery mm. that brewed mm. a beer that was mm-hmm. just like bourbon county <laughs> mm. yes interesting uh yeah we could ask that's a good idea uh speaking of into the void you know we i wish there was a way for people who listen to the show actually some of the people who do listen to the show will probably get a chance to try it this time around uh when we did our into the void stout last year around this time is when we brewed it so we should probably think about it literally i think it was like second or third week in november yeah so i think soon man hey what are you doing next saturday you want to come by and brew a big beer after my brown ale <laughs> or i come by and I, do I, can bring, I can bring my stuff over and just do a double double brew day baby it's been a while since i've done that that would be fun and, and we can record just like last time <laughs> We have to, because that's the only way the beer turned out. Uh, we did, you know, our Into the Void, which is uh, we had cinnamon rolls from our friend uh, Fanny's, um, our friends of Fanny's, and uh, they are no longer around, RIP, unfortunately. They have closed up shop. If you guys don't know that, uh, uh, Stephanie has moved on, and uh, we wish her all the best, and we thank her for all the time. I mean, she'll be back on the show, I'm sure, at some point, but no longer as the proprietor and owner of Fanny's, but we are going to weasel out that uh, that recipe from her, because we we use the cinnamon, the full iced cinnamon rolls. I mean, these cinnamon rolls are fucking huge. You go back to our posts about it. How many yeah, do I mean, we put four in there? No, you bought four. No, I bought six. You bought six. Oh, yeah, you bought six. And, and we, we took two out. And took two out. Yeah. Did I bring one home? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're both good, we, were, we were both good you, husbands. You both said that you, Laura and Becca, both said the same thing. Like, you guys aren't going to put all those cinnamon rolls in that's in, the, in there, are you? And I was like, well, that was the plan, yeah, but well, I'll save you one. <laughs> so. Yeah. Keep the wives happy, you know. Um, ironically, it was really f- like. What I what was funny was after we finished the mash and we drained it, like oh, Tony yeah. and I were just sitting there kind of picking at it. I'm like, these still taste really good. They did. I was gonna say that. I don't. I think maybe we mentioned it, but uh, maybe we didn't. Uh, maybe we didn't. But Brandon and I did after we drained the mash ton. There were you know chunks of the cinnamon roll still sitting there, and you know it'd been sitting there with the hot you know wort, so there's sugary liquid just soaking in there, and it was like full on having like almost like a coffee infused wet sweet cinnamon roll. It was so good. But anyways, so we've talked about doing that again, and and we also talked about uh, after we had made that and then tasted how amazing it was not to pat ourselves on the back but it really was probably one of the best beers that he and i have worked on together and have brewed together it truly is i feel like our one recipe that we both worked on and developing and brewed together like we both had things to do with that yeah i mean and it turned out awesome i would say flawless yeah i i I was lightning in a bottle and i hope we can catch that lightning again but brandon and i did want to do other variants so the other ideas that we came up with are obvious ones like coffee uh maybe getting some bourbon or getting some oak chips soaking in bourbon adding that to it to impart that like oaky bourbon or or getting a barrel one of these days and try and barrel aging that that is also i'm doing it correctly and being very adamant and and maybe getting some friends that old friends that we know who know how to you know manage a barrel and and they can help us out with that to make sure that it all goes well (laughs) because they said it tasted great when we poured it for them and then it sucked once we fucking got it out of the kit anyway (laughs) um but one of the ideas that we just recently came up with was banana banana chips yeah banana chips uh i had heard something recently uh on another podcast i won't mention even though i love listening to those guys but uh hey man this is my show (laughs) i'm not gonna mention someone else's show uh i was was gonna say it (laughs) it's not i don't think i don't think it is who you think it is it's it's not it's not it's not the guys that we we weren't featured on this show okay so that's good i love that i love basic brewing it's brewlosophy brewlosophy was what i was gonna say they were talking about uh yeah they they had somebody about adding like uh banana chips to get the banana flavor but they were also talking about you know if you can just get it from the yeast do that and i was like yeah but 
I like fun shit like that. And, you know, I don't know why we didn't think about it. Cause when you dehydrate bananas or have banana chips, you suck out all that moisture so that when you're adding it to secondary, it's just going to release all those flavors and it's just going to be, I'm, I'm so excited to. to and it, it was funny. It was funny when you had mentioned that because I had just in my dehydrator taken like two bananas and dehydrated them trying to get Benjamin to eat some like banana chips and he was like, he loves bananas, but he took like one of them in the end. He's like, no, I was like, all right, whatever. Um, so Not feeling crunchy bananas, dad. Beck and I ate them and like I was throwing them in yogurt and stuff like that. And it was literally like the next week you were like, we should do dehydrated bananas in there. I was like, that's an awesome idea. Um, but so was it like Saturday? Maybe I sent you. Did I send it to you? I think I did. Um, yes. John Carruthers did the, the pineapple powder. Mm-hmm. And he got it for he was using it for a pizza topping, which uh, is also awesome. Yeah. So I saw that and I was like, I asked him, I was like, I'm just curious. Like, I, I'm curious about a brewing aspect. Where did you find this? And he's like, oh, on Amazon. So when I saw that, then I thought in my head, I was like, I wonder if they have a banana powder. And there is a banana powder hmm. that you can buy. Um, Interesting. Kind of the same thing, but it is like it is, you know, they said mo- so the difference i guess with this powder was a lot of banana powders or extracts that you would buy currently are from unripened bananas so they're still like green wow. this company uses you know fully ripened bananas and then you know turns it into the powder so, so they, they yeah that's what i mean basically this powder is just into becoming dehydrated it's dehydrated fruits so they get dehydrated and they're pulverized into a powder well yeah cuz cuz my my other thought was like Instead of buying that, we could take a bunch of bananas, dehydrate them, and pulverize them. put them in a food processor. And let's do it. Let's do that. Let's give that a try. We'll do that, and I feel like that would be fun, and it'll really, you know, meld better. I think into the beer. We don't have to worry about removing banana chips at the end uh, when we go to keg the beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, less of a mess, I guess. Well, we can also like uh, if we do that, I, we can use my filter. Um, or or if we do use you know the banana chips or whatever and they kind of rehydrate and we rack the beer off then we pull the bananas out dry them and caramelize them with like a you know in the oven and then we have like you know stout <laughs> banana ooh, chips i was like pull them off and re-dehydrate them yeah something like that man that would ooh, that might be fun that would, give that, a try. that would be interesting mm-hmm. mm. Yeah. Well, so like banana, then like, wasn't there, wasn't there a prop that was like bananas foster? Yeah, that was the 2017. So what was in there besides banana? Was it like caramel or something? Let me, let me double check Uh, there. I know there's cinnamon and, oh man, um, I can't, almond, almond was also a thing in there. 27 BCS. I think, yeah, because 2017 was when. Uh, oh man, I have to remember that not everybody knows what I'm talking about uh, when I type that in. This one was Stout Agent Bourbon Barrels with Bananas, Roasted Almonds, and Cassia Bark. Yes, this is my all-time oh, yeah. all favorite uh, prop. I was very, uh, oof, man, it was so, 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 so good. I absolutely loved it. Um, but yeah, uh, if we could get that banana flavor in there with some cinnamon, I think will be, uh, I think will be exactly what we want to have for a big stout. And my other thought was that if we did a big five gallon batch, we could always because cinnamon's just kind of in this beer in general. I feel like that makes the into the void. Sorry. I'm like, belting yeah, much makes that what I think that's just part of the, uh, base beer in general. If we took the five gallon batch, or if we did like a six gallon batch of it, <clears throat> split it in half and did three gallons with banana and then three gallons with like something else, maybe I don't know, coffee, peanut butter, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Something else would be would be fun to do because it's a it's a nice big stout. Or we can just let it ride and see what it tastes like without the uh uh uh, uh cinnamon rolls in it, you know, kind of just uh. spruce it up with just the cinnamon you know you did cinnamon sticks in buffalo trace that one in there we had a cinnamon stick in the boil and then i am did we put a cinnamon stick in the keg no we so we did cinnamon uh so we did cinnamon powder in the boil 
Right. Because I remember. <laughs> Thank you, Aggie, for correcting me. You're right. Because um, that's when, like, back, my wife was like, you used a good oh. cinnamon? It's like, yeah. And then you found more of it. Yeah. So now I've got <laughs> sticks of it. Um, so uh, I would definitely want to do that again. Uh, I wouldn't do a, maybe, you know what? I'm wondering if, like, a stick in the boil would, like, be better. It would be, I mean, it's worth a shot. It will add to it. The other yeah, because I, I think we, we would get probably just as much out of it as we did as just adding in like a tablespoon like we did. I think a toasted um, coconut version would be good as well. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, cinnamon and coconut. We can just do our own, you know, full-on freaking crazy variations of this beer. I think we'd, we'd try a banana this year, see how that works out. And then next year we plan to just do... You know, maybe we'll just do our a full run, and we'll maybe we'll bring some people on to drink it with us, and we'll talk about if, it. If the banana's successful, like I don't want to do bananas foster, like I don't want to like copy, but no. I, what would be awesome to try to get is a chocolate covered banana stout, cocoa nibs, man. We'll get some yep. cocoa nibs in there, like get some real straight up cocoa nibs, throw it in there, and and add the banana powder. I think that would be awesome. It'd be great. So, Brandon, if someone was walking down the street. And they were like, hey, man, did you try that new PB Eugene? What would you give that out of five? Um, for me, this is a solid. I'm going between four and four and a half, maybe 4.25 on this one, too, man. This one is. I'm going to go 4.25 as well. I like it yeah. a lot. Um, that, that is this high praise for both of us to give it that high. Um, I, I really do enjoy it. This is a this is um, actually I thought this was going to be more of a one and done i don't think i could have another one like right after this no but it's it wouldn't be out of the question to split another one with somebody else you know what i mean oh, yeah. like yeah. have one and then maybe i could have another one but then i'd be it but this the the lack of like overly you know coyly sweet and like those some of those big like sweet sticky stouts i mean 100 I, I could have like another pour of that if i was at revolution um but yeah this would be a great uh after dinner beer uh thanksgiving you know when you're ready to tell the rest of your family look here's the deal I'm sick of your politics and i'm sick of your bullshit quit fucking this beer be, be, and be <laughs> be thankful that i'm here at your house sounds like i'm projecting i'm not my i like my family uh but yeah also drink this beer <laughs> uh, but yeah two awesome beers if i was spending uh thanksgiving with revolution this is how i'd want to do it man yeah uh this and you kind of nailed it perfectly when you said, like, totally go, like, after dinner. This would be great with any dessert that you're having, I think. Mm-hmm. So, uh, very good compliment. Um, probably my f- favorite. I can't remember back to, like, other versions of the Eugene that I've had. I know I've had some of the various in the coffee or whatever. But I think, I, I mean, I love peanut butter enough or so much that I think this is my favorite, like, variant that they've done of this. So. I do, I do dig it. Um, I don't know if it beats coffee for me, but I'm a big coffee beer fan. So yeah. that uh, maybe, maybe I need to do a side by side. It might be, it might be very well tied. Um, sure, sure. For me, because again, because like I do enjoy coffee beers as well. So, um, but yeah, just the way the peanut butter comes through on this probably makes this one of my favorite peanut butter beers that I've had too. So absolutely, I will, I will agree with you on that as well. Uh, peanut butter is hard to do. You'd think it'd be easy. But I feel like some of them are just overly sweet. And I feel like that's why we haven't gotten a peanut butter bourbon county yet, because it's so I feel like that's a difficult thing to do. Or peanut uh, death by peanut butter would be interesting. Whoa. But you know, it's just that's just tough. That's a, I feel like that's a yeah, that's a I feel like it's a game. Maybe we just gave uh Rev an idea. Hey guys, if you brew this, uh, please let us know. We'll come and help you. Yeah, we'll give you a hand. We like brewing. We're brewers. That's what we do. We do those things. Um, but yeah, so um, there we go. Those that's that's our Thanksgiving with uh, Revolution Brewing episode. We hope you guys go in, if uh, you're in the Chicago area or you know anybody who uh, can grab you these beers, call them up. Say, hey man, I want to drink the beers that the Malting Hour guys had and suggested for Thanksgiving because they know their shit and they know what they're doing. If there's one thing we know, we know how to drink beer and we know what goes with holidays. That's our, new, that, that's our new tagline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Stuff's falling over here. Brandon, I love you, man. Love you too, brother. Aggie, thanks for joining us again and filling in for Clark. We appreciate <laughs> it. You did, you did a great job. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Thank you.
This has been The Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms individually. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmdub81, on Twitter, bdub81, on untapped, bdub drinks beer. Tony can be found on Instagram and untapped under Asa Phelps Chicago, on Twitter, the Asa Phelps Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour. Thank you.